Shake the Room, Fire Nation, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1759 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. If you're ready to master productivity, discipline, and focus in just 100 days, visit themasteryjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Akshay Nanavate. Akshay, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. Yes. John. <laughs> Akshay is a Marine veteran speaker, adventurer, and entrepreneur. His new book, Fear Vana, is an actionable guide on how to turn fear into a friend to accomplish anything. Akshay, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure. So after spending six years in the Marines, one tour in Iraq, I got out, uh, had a corporate job for a year and a half quit that to spend a month skiing across the second largest ice cap in the world, (laughs) blew $15,000 and then came back and built a business from the ground up and hit some low moments after the war, struggled with some PTSD and alcoholism, but that all led to Fearvana. So it, you know, it's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, people have lost $15,000 in a lot worse ways than skiing across Uh (laughs) a, uh, a glacier. So, you know, Hey, I love it, my friends. And Fire Nation, if you're recognizing the name or the voice or both, it's because auction rocked the mic back on episode 651, which is over 1,100 episodes ago, which in my world, Akshay, means over 1,100 days ago. So it's been a little little while. You know, (laughs) we've stayed in touch, though. You know, we've stayed in touch throughout because we're both veterans, combat veterans, you Marines, myself, Army. And I'm excited because I think that you have a lot to bring to this world. And, you know, before we really dive into Fearvana, which is going to be the, uh, the topic that we focus on today, Fire Nation, what would you consider your area of expertise today? I would say it's mastering fear. I mean, ultimately, fear is the sort of the most primitive emotion. So it's really mastering our mindset so we can leverage it to accomplish any goal. Because ultimately, as I'm sure you're well aware, you know, that it's not, there's no external factors that stop us from getting where we want to be. It's ultimately up to us. Whatever comes in the way, we can channel that and, uh, and leverage our mind to accomplish something. So it's really about turning fear, stress, anxiety, these seemingly negative forces into an ally to accomplish all our goals. Now, there's a lot of things that we don't know about fear, and we'll be covering some of those things today, but what's just one thing, Akshay, that might be pretty cool that you can just maybe drop on us right now that we don't know about fear, but as entrepreneurs, we probably should. I think the most important thing, and it sounds really simple, but I always like to stress this because it cannot stress how important it is, is that we don't actually control when fear shows up in the brain. Our brain responds to the environment around us without our conscious control. And that's really, really important because by simply choosing to accept whatever shows up in our brain, we can stop fighting it and stop beating ourselves up for it. So I think the most important thing is accepting that we don't control it. And ultimately, that allows us to fall in love with fear and say fear is not a negative thing. It's actually a positive thing or it's whatever we choose it to be ultimately. Love that. And now, Fire Nation, one thing I kind of want to move into is Fearvana. And how do you actually come up with this concept of Fearvana? And what specifically does it mean? And am I pronouncing it right? <laughs> yep, that's perfect. Fearvana. <laughs> so I define Fearvana as a state of bliss that results from engaging our fears to pursue our own worthy struggle. 
And what I mean by that is we all have our own worthy struggle. For you, it might be hosting a podcast. It might be writing a book. It might be building a business, skiing across an ice cap, whatever it may be. We have that worthy struggle, and it's scary. It's hard. It's stressful to engage that struggle. And Fearvana is the bliss that ultimately results from that. And my journey to this, I mean, the, to the to creation of Fearvana and ultimately the book, really, it started when I hit a low point after the war. So many years later, I struggled with alcoholism, and I hit a point where I consider taking my own life. I literally thought that this sort of pattern of sobriety and drinking is just not going to change. And I can still remember when I thought about taking my own life, that hit me really hard. And I knew then something needed to change. So I started researching neuroscience, psychology, spirituality to not only heal my own brain, but to figure out what does it take for all of us to live a happy, meaningful life. And that's what actually led to this terminology. And my wife coined it, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. (laughs) But when she coined it, I had been kind of living that lifestyle. She crystallized it by giving it a name. One thing that I'm pretty curious about, and I know that Fire Nation, you're probably going to be fascinated by, is the answer to the question, the one piece of advice that you've actually found most harmful to entrepreneurs. You know, we talk a lot about what's the best piece of advice and what can help entrepreneurs, but you found a piece of advice that's actually harmful to us as entrepreneurs. What is that? I think one of the worst pieces of advice that I hear a lot is this idea of follow your passion, you know, and life will just be joy and happy and grand. And I can't tell you how many email lists and how many quote unquote experts I see online that talk about how life will just be easy. And, and, you know, if we follow our passion, life will be awesome. And my whole thing is that it's not about following our passion. It's about following struggle. Struggle prefaces passion. Uh, Take a look at someone like Michael Phelps. I mean, most decorated Olympian athlete of all time. He was actually terrified when he started swimming. He was nervous of the water. And he said, the more I swam, the better I became at it. And the more my passion for the sport grew. So it's really about not about constantly finding this joy and finding this passion, but about learning to embrace struggle. And the more you can develop a positive relationship to struggle or suffering or fear, the greater your life will be. And ultimately, you'll find more joy in, in, in the moment to moment experience that is life. Let me say this, and please feel free to come back at me with disagreements or anything. You know, just because I'm the host of this podcast does not mean that you have to agree with everything that I say. In fact, I think it might be a cool conversation even if you don't, but I've for a long time been against that notion of following your passion as well. I've really been speaking out against that. But one thing that I do say, and I actually do think in some ways it does marry with what you said pretty nicely, but I always say, follow your curiosity. And I like that word curiosity because for yeah. me, like, I have struggled for a long time, like almost every single human being in this world, with, you know, staying completely as healthy as possible, you know, with, you know, keeping my weight in check, with, um, you know, just feeling alert and alive and not fatigued, getting a good night's sleep, you know, putting the right foods in my body. I've always struggled with those things. So I've always been curious about how I can improve myself at that. And I am super, super curious about nutrition, about fitness, about health, about wellness. And, you know, for the past couple of years, Fire Nation's really been hearing me talk more and more and more. It's been kind of like this buildup where, you know, I kind of started mentioning it here and there a couple of years ago. And now, you know, a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit more. Now this past year, it's just like, blah, 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 blah. John, stop talking about health and wellness. But I can't <laughs> because I'm so curious about it because number one, yeah. it is a huge struggle for me. But number two, when I find that I learn more about it because of my curiosity, that it just, I just, it, it helps me so much in that area where my nutrition is miles ahead of where it was two, three years ago, where my health, my wellness, my sleep cycle, everything is so much further ahead. So by following my curiosity, which came from a struggle, um, I'm, you know, now going to be launching
launching a business in health and wellness coming up here in the beginning of January of 2018, which I can't wait. Um, and I don't even know if it's, if I can even so honestly call it a passion because I'm not passionate about nutrition. I don't, don't wake up like I can't wait to, to like, you know, like read this report from, you know, Harvard Health, whatever. I don't, but I'm curious. So what are your thoughts yeah. on that? Oh, I love it. I think it's a great take it's a, and a great input as well because when you're curious, it keeps you open. It keeps you seeking and that constant search for growth is what drives us to the next thing and the next win. In fact, when I sobered up, one of my kind of adventure mentors, he put it beautifully. He said, life is too curious to be wasting it on, on the juice, I think he called it. But I love the way he said life is too curious and it's exactly in line with what you're saying that, I, I mean, I do the same thing. I'm always seeking out that next, uh, that search for that next thing. I mean, even writing the book was... Uh, terrifying and scary process and it was not very enjoyable <laughs> it was brutal mm. you know i mean i must have trashed about a hundred thousand words worth of work just going into the book wow. but i was always curious about the learning because i mean i'm sure you can relate when you teach something it enhances your own learnings right so forcing me to kind of teach and compile my knowledge in this book was was really a process of exploring my own curiosity on the subject and ultimately it helped me uh, develop a further mastery on the subject as well Absolutely. And I love this acronym for ILT, which is invest, learn, teach. And so you invest in yourself, whether that be through money, through your own time, through that research or a combination of both, whatever that might be, you'll learn the content and then turn around and teach. And guess what? You're not going to be the forefront expert in the world on that topic, but you're going to know more than potentially 99% of the world that hasn't spent the time investing in themselves, learning that content. And you are an expert to them. So then turn around and teach. And and that's fine that you're still learning from people ahead of you. That's amazing and you should be excited about that and for you you talk a lot about fear about guilt about suffering and that's important you know topics to talk about let's be honest but if you had to zero in on happiness how would you do that Happiness is, it's this weird thing, right? Because we, 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 most of us live our lives searching for the next thing. And we think when I hit X, then I will be happy, right? If I make that million dollars, if I find that dream relationship. But really what happiness is, and I've come to discover this through all my research as well, is it's a, it's a matter of controlling the three time perspectives. So what I mean by that is there's a past, there's a present and a future. And we all have these three selves that are constantly living uh, in this kind of battle sometimes <laughs> between the three selves. And the way to truly find happiness is to embrace the three time perspectives and what that means is finding worthy finding meaning to our past embracing in the present in order to drive our future so the the largest study on happiness actually found that the best moments in our lives are not the happy passive uh, passive relaxing times the best moments usually occur when we push our bodies and minds to their limits so that's why i talk about these three time perspectives because when we when we find that worthy struggle right which is what i which is what how i define fearvana it unites the present and the and the future in drive or something meaningful. So that's ultimately what happiness is about. It's finding that worthy struggle and kind of research shows it. And it's how I've found in my own life, because it allows us to embrace the moment, embrace the now while seeking something meaningful as well in service of our future. You know, on that note, are there any books that you've read, you know, obviously beyond Fear of Honor that might have inspired you for some of the things that you've incorporated into this content? Yeah. I mean, in the study I just talked about, it was in this book, Flow, The Psychology of Optimal Experience. Another great one that was served as a lot of research for my own was a book called Buddha's Brain by Dr. Rick Hansen. These are a few, few that stands out right now. Have you read the book, The Power of Now? I have. I have. That one I read a long time ago. Mm-hmm. That's one that I found some power in, but it's been a while since uh, yeah. I read that. So I kind of be Likewise. curious um, if I read it now today, you know, this because when I say a while ago, it's, it's 
I read it before I launched EO Fire. So I wonder if I read it now after the five years of running a successful business, like how that would change. And, and that's the thing, yeah. Fire Nation, just because you've read a book, you're at a different point in your life if, if, if time's gone by. So, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes a book can speak to you when it didn't speak to you before. Now, Akshay has some value bombs to be dropping after we get back from thanking our sponsors. There are a lot of responsibilities that add up to being an entrepreneur, and while some of those responsibilities might be okay to skip every now and then, payroll is not one of them, but I'm guessing you didn't create your business to be stuck in the weeds of figuring out time off, vacation, employment laws, and tax time paperwork. That's why there's Gusto. Gusto's streamlined platform helps you take care of your team with simple, reliable technology paired with great customer service. That means less time on paperwork and more time on what you care about. In fact, 72% of customers reported spending less than five minutes to run their payroll on Gusto. Plus, Gusto offers automated tax payments, filings, and forms. That means filing and paying your payroll taxes, compiling and sending your W-2s and 1099s, and submitting new hire forms is as easy as setting it and forgetting it. Sign up for Gusto today and get started with one month of free payroll. Just visit gusto.com slash fire. That's gusto.com slash fire. Preparing for your family's future. It might not be something you've thought about much in the past and it might not be something you've thought about recently, but it should be. I know it's a big topic and that's why LegalZoom makes an entire month of it. Right now, it's National Make a Will Month at LegalZoom. So if you're not sure where to start or what preparing for your family's future even looks like, then LegalZoom has you covered with their estate planning kit. LegalZoom's estate planning kit gives you all the tools you need in one place, including resources to help you decide whether a will or a trust is right for you. LegalZoom's not a law firm, but if you have any questions along the way, you can always reach out to their network of attorneys for advice. They're available in all 50 states. Visit LegalZoom.com slash prepare today. There's no obligation, just great resources to help you protect everything you care about during National Make-A-Will Month. That's LegalZoom.com slash prepare. Akshay, we're back. And if you just had to pick one trait, one characteristic that contributed most to your success, what would it be? It would be habituating willpower. And that's uh, it's kind of like this ironic thing because willpower is inherently not a habit. It's the act of being conscious. It's the act of self-control, choosing to do something consciously against often that natural state of laziness which our brain is in. Uh, so learning to habituate willpower, learning to get comfortable with that state of discomfort, saying that I'm actually not – I don't feel like doing this thing, but I'm going to keep doing it. And uh, And the more you can do that, the more you can practice exercising self-control, practice being comfortable with suffering. I like to use the word suffering because it's so much more – harsher than yes. struggle or pain. <laughs> so if you can suffer well, then you know struggling doesn't sound so bad, right? So I like to say that learning how to suffer well and uh, and in sort of in a neurological way that's habituating willpower. And actually Charles Duhigg in his book, The Power of Habit, calls it one of the most important keystone habits as well. One thing that I've definitely recognized in my life, Fire Nation, is that all the magic happens outside your comfort zone. If you're spending too much time in your comfort zone, by the way, which is where we all like to be, you know, our brain, our brain knows the power of survival. It's survival of the fittest, and it knows that it just wants to not put itself in a dangerous situation. So, hey, you have this comfortable little comfort zone where you have your little cubicle and your little job and your nice little paycheck and da 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 da. Hey, all those things are good, um, but you're listening to the wrong podcast. So, you know, go <laughs> go back to your PowerPoint, whatever you're doing. But if you're listening to this podcast and you're part of Fire Nation, which I know you are. 
you got to get outside that comfort zone, guys. Like, that's where the magic happens, pushing the envelope. I do things every day. Actually, that's an exaggeration. I'm not going to lie. I do things every week, though, that are outside of my comfort zone. I freak myself out. And if I'm not doing something for a significant amount of time that I'm a little freaked out about, then I know that something's going to change. Fire Nation, something's going to change if you're not scared every now and then. I was just listening to Amy Porterfield's podcast, and one of the best things about her, I believe, is she's always talking about doing things that scare her. That, by the way, a lot of people would be like, there's no way Amy would be scared to do that. Well, she is and she admits it and that's part of her vulnerability, her transparency yeah. and that's part of you know just sharing you with your audience as you're growing. So get the heck out of that comfort zone. Writing my book was like as one of the most scariest things yeah. I've done. You know? It was, and I was writing about fear. So I, it's ironic because people would think, "Oh, he's the expert," quote unquote. But it was so scary because the whole time I'm thinking, "Is this any good? Are people going to think it's garbage?" <laughs> and I'm waiting for that one star review that you'll inevitably get on Amazon. You know, so. <laughs> but uh, but that's part of the journey and part, part of the, of the battle. journey. Uh, so, uh, can we overcome fear, Akshay? Is there a magic pill that we can just take and, and overcome this this terrifying thing called fear? I don't think we ever want to, you know, fear, as you said, it's that it's seeking out the next one. So writing my book was scary. And then now that I've written it, I got some great feedback from it. I have had some, I've been blessed with some really noteworthy endorsements that then translates to the next fear. Now it's about promoting and marketing the book. And that's super scary. Then I'm, then I have a few business ideas and I'm working on for next year that are also continue to be scary. So it's really about seeking out. You should be, as you grow, you should be finding new problems in life to seek out. If you're having the same problems that you had three years ago, then you need to be looking Look, look, digging deep to find out what's going on because you always want to have new problems, new fears, new stressors to engage in life, and that will lead you to the next stage of your own personal evolution. So where's the magic pill? <laughs> <laughs> the, really, the magic pill is just learning to – like it's literally practicing saying that I can suffer with a smile. I can enjoy fear. So for example, on my in my gym, I have a poster on my wall that says, during a workout, you should think four things. One, I'm not going to make it. Two, I want to quit. Three, I'm going to die if I keep going. And four, I'd rather die than finish this. And at the bottom, it says, are you working hard enough? Mm. So by simply by changing this the relationship to my struggles, to my suffering, it becomes something I enjoy. And it's like, I mean, I think Sir Richard Branson put it beautifully. He said, it doesn't have to be fun to be fun, right? So you you focus on you getting comfortable with that that misery and also ultimately about channeling it into something meaningful, something purposeful. You know, so I know when, when I get positive feedback from the book, that ultimately makes it all worthwhile, right? As in, Sure, you can definitely relate with the impact you're making through your work and your business. Absolutely. But you know, there's always that one-star review that comes and it can ruin your day, Fire Nation. But hey, don't let it. Just take it for what it is and just don't be that overreactive person to that one star and that underreactive person to the five star. You know, like I have something like 2,400 five-star reviews for iTunes and like literally like 22 one-star reviews, you know, just from haters. But, you know, you would think in my mind that I have like, an equal number of one-star reviews, but you just can't do that to yourself, Fire Nation. Like you just have to celebrate as much as you know you're looking at the you know celebrate the fives as much as you're looking at the at the ones and and, and mm-hmm. really like extrapolating that. Now, Akshay, one thing that I really love are calls to action. So, what can Fire Nation do in the next twenty-four hours to put the tools from Fearvana into action to accomplish their next big goal? 
very specific thing, next 24 hours, choose one area. So maybe it's your health, maybe it's writing that book, maybe it's building a business. Choose one specific area you want to improve. That's step one. Step two, find one person who's great in that area and and find out what they're doing and how they are doing it. So you're learning from people who have already done what you want to do. So then, so once you have that, right, get some, get some clear action steps. So, so then that step number three is set a large goal, make it a very clear goal and break it down into small chunks. So it could be, for example, the large goal is to finish the book and the small chunks is, okay, let me do one chapter or even one paragraph and then take one action in the next 24 hours to work towards one of those chunks. So ensure that the action is uncomfortable. So it's going to be scary. It's going to be hard, but this is where you learn to habituate willpower. I heard this beautiful thing from one of my business mentors. He once said that commitment is the fuel and confidence is the reward. So we talk a lot about like this feeling of confidence and how to feel confident, but you're not going to feel confident at something that you haven't done before. So you've got to learn to practice being committed and confidence will be the reward once you produce that result in X thing. So uh, that's step number four is taking that one action. And then once you do so, and within the 24 hours, write down what worked and what did not work. So the process of mastery is ultimately just these two steps. It's what worked and how can I do more of it and what did not work and how can I improve upon it? So what's the problem and how can I fix that problem? And that's literally it. And then as you keep working that, you'll habituate willpower. You learn to practice that building that commitment fuel to keep taking actions towards the next step, towards the next step. And once you work on that one goal, then, then you hit it. You finish your book. What's the next problem that you want to solve in your life and keep seeking it out? Where is the best place that we can get our hands on Fearvana? Fearvana.com slash fire. Dang. I mean, the URL <laughs> was waiting for you. It all just worked out. <laughs> fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with A-N and J-L-D today. So keep up the heat. And Akshay, anything you want to say to close this episode out? Just the biggest piece of advice I can offer to anybody is uh, uh, get comfortable with that struggle. I know the journey is hard. Believe me, I've been there. I've hit the low points, and I know it can be really, really hard. Reach out to people for support. you got people like John JLD here. I'm happy to help. On Anybody can reach out to my website. I try to be very reachable. And uh, get that support, and the journey will uh, it will keep getting better. Fire Nation, head over to eofire.com. Type Akshay in the search bar. That's A-K-S-H-A-Y, Akshay. And his show notes page is going to pop up as well as the great episode of 651 where Akshay shares his journey with you, Fire Nation. So you can listen to both episodes. Absolutely value bomb ridden. And, you know, these are the best show notes in the biz, Fire Nation. We have timestamps. We have links. We have everything for you. But as always, the direct call to action is going to be fearvana.com slash fire. Take action in the next 24 hours, Fire Nation. Pour some water on your current fear. Uh, But just know, hey, that next fear is going to burst into flames down the road, and that's okay. That's part of life. And Akshay, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, sir. Pleasure to be here. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Akshay today. And we have a free eight-day goals course for you at freegoalscourse.co. Get goal-focused, Fire Nation. I'll catch you there, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Wish you could automate payroll tax payments, filings, and forms? Gusso can do that. Gusso will file and pay your payroll taxes, compile and send your W-2s and 1099s, and submit new hire forms for you. Sign up today and get started with one month of free payroll. Just visit gusto.com slash fire. That's gusto.com slash fire.